looks easy. Like it. Subscribe it. Review it. Are we in your top eight friends? Be sure to let us know by leaving a review and following us wherever you get your podcast. Our Instagram handle is at myy2kjournal or find us at myy2kjournal.com. It's my Y2K mini skirt. It's so short. The episode. Not get your head out of the gutter. And let's go. Hello, and welcome to another Y2K mini skirt. Today, um, I am Jackie Riley. <laughs> Just for today. Tomorrow Only who today. Knows? Only today. Well, my name is Jackie Riley, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Jessica Ward. And we are here today to do a May catch-up. And we were thinking, I was thinking, I was like, what should we do our catch-up on? And I thought we should do the topic of hobbies. Because who doesn't love a hobby? Other than this. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, like... I guess that maybe goes without saying, but it's like, this is that for sure. Yep. Um, But Jessica and I both have some other hobbies. I'm thinking of a few. I'm curious what you'll talk about because there's one that comes to mind very quickly for me when I think of you. Well, so to start our catch up, I am in New York City. We are only three hours time different now. Um, Still never in the same time zone, but we're closer. Um, so close, so, yet so far away, so far away. And sometimes also harder to do this. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm back in New York. I'm cat sitting. I'm, uh, working at the theater, but I was thinking about hobbies. And so I was like, what would I have said a decade ago? And what would I say? Like now <gasps> that's and a good so, way to view it. Love that. There's this. And like a decade ago, I would have said like, oh, like theater and books, um, which are still on the list. And the one you, I assume, came first to your mind is cross-stitch or embroidery, like yeah. the fiber yeah. arts. Um, and then I also, because of all of my travels, I view traveling now as a hobby, considering like it's what I do with my free time. Like it's how it's what I plan my year around is being in other places. Yeah, totally. So I, I had uh, traveling and like hacking the travel system as my hobby. Um, a lot of cross-stitch and embroidery, especially um, I would say being away from my stash, like all my stuff. And I had to like pre-plan things to do. I realized I did it much more than I thought I did. Um, and my other thought, and then obviously this podcast, and then theater, I was like, oh, I've always been such a book person. And I was like, but am I a Rory Gilmore fake book person where I actually, I've only read one book this year. <laughs> um, but uh, it was the Prince Harry uh, book. It was really long. Um, and then the other thing, which I, I know you'll understand of when I'm like, oh, theater is my hobby. And you're like, but it's also my job. And there's less time for your hobby when it's your job and some of the joy is gone. But 
I saw two things recently that did bring back some joy. Um, I got to see the Thanksgiving play in New York and starring the amazing Darcy Carden um, and Chris Sullivan and Scott Foley and Katie Finneran. And it was just like, it was just lovely directed by Rachel Chackett. Like it was such a good 90 minute one act comedy. Like we just kept going. We like, we just built. Uh, that's my favorite. 90 minutes, no intermission. No intermission. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, and they had, uh, they had really good video projections for um, scene changes. Like it was just really well done. Um, But the other thing I saw, I was in Amsterdam and my cousin Christiana and I went to go see a fully Dutch language production of Spring Awakening. Hell yeah. Um, So we went to like the professional theater in Amsterdam. It was like a Dutch tour. Okay. The musical or the play? The musical. Yes. The scenes were in Dutch. The songs were in Dutch. It's very weird to watch a musical you know really well. I did my like bachelor's capstone project on Spring Awakening, the musical. And so um, it was very odd to like know what's happening in this, like just know what every book moment is, know what every song is and not. No, it's just like I'm just here for the melody that I know. I'm just watching these actors and seeing if like their emotional work works or not. Like, am I buying it? Am I not? Am I like, oh, mm, you really need some words to help sell this in this moment? It was incredible. And then uh, where we were, um, it was like their first preview night in Amsterdam. Their like official opening was a few days later. And so the um, the mezzanine was fully booked, but we bought the cheapest tickets in the balcony, and then we got to the front row balcony, and it was um, that's my favorite spot to watch anything. Um, and so it was really nice to have like a little bit of breathing room and space, but like no like have the audience reactions below us, but not feel people breathing on me. Um, and we got to sit next to one of the swings on the tour. Yeah, talk to him, and that was cool. so much fun. Oh my gosh, that's great. That's so cool. That's such a wild experience. The only time I've had a similar experience was when I went to Disney in Paris and Disney, Tokyo Disney Sea in Japan, mm-hmm. because we would go see a show or ride a ride. Like Indiana Jones is a ride that's like very popular at Disneyland, California. It's one of my favorite rides. And it was such a trip. I'm pretty sure it was, it's either in Paris or Japan. I think it's Japan. And it was such a trip because it's a narrator heavy ride. So to know what's going on, but the narrator saying everything in Japanese and you're like, oh, wow, this is like a totally different thing. But it's kind of, this. it's like a weird, warped, fun, interesting experience. Because like you said, it's fun because you're like, I know what's happening. So I'm not lost. It's just that, like you said, you're like noticing different things. You're noticing the actors more, all that sort of stuff. That is so cool. And so I will say the one thing we were really disappointed in with the Spring Awakening was um, all of the like uh, key art for it was the cast in street clothes. And then we got in and it was like the chairs. Um and neon lights, but then <laughs> the there chairs. was like the chairs, 
Um, but then there was like this, um, there was all this like fake Renaissance art, but it was like gay couples. Um, and there was like one or two more modern art things, but like, it's not part of the building, you know, like it's very much like this is their tour. And for a second, I was like, are we doing Spring Awakening set in like a German art school? Like, are these more modern? Why? I want to know in the book of Spring Awakening. Um, and then they weren't. They were in the traditional like 1890s school children garb with like the pockets and the microphones and the whole thing. Um, and then they changed into street clothes just for Song of Purple Summer at the end, which is like the things are still happening today, children. And I was like, yeah, but I wanted to see it now. Like, I wanted to see street clothes kids now. Yeah, I think that would have been very impactful. And like you said, because that's how they were promoting it. Yeah. It's kind of a bit of a left turn to go in and then it's not that. And then like, during intermission, all I'm thinking is like, is it in the contracts that it's set? Like it has to be set in 1890s? Like, is it one of those fundamental things about the musical you cannot change? Mm, right. I'd be so interested to know as well, because there are just those things yeah. um, that occur. Like, um, you know, I did a version of Into the Woods in high school and we set it in New York city in like a fairy tale land of New York. And, but yeah. it's like, you could do that, but that's because there she was. She gets stuck on the steps of the Met. <laughs> no. Um, but still it was more like the costuming and stuff. Like I was like, yeah. um, I was Jack's mother and the inspiration for me was Cher from Moonlight um perfect for Mo- moonstruck not moonlight moonstruck, moonstruck. Yeah. geez louise i was like different a different thing is a moonlight but i was like i got where we're going yeah but um and we didn't change any the letter of the script right so you can do that but I, i'm curious also too if they just did that because that's what people expect when they see spring awakening as well so, so maybe people would have been the- disappointed Talking to the kid on tour, he was like, musical theater is really new to Holland. He's like, it's only been here for like 15 years. And I went, what? Mm. He was like, because if if you, if like you saw opera, like we still had very, everything was opera until very recently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they've never seen Spring Awakening. Yeah. So, That's so I was like, I've seen this so many times. I want to see something new. And everyone's just like, no, this is, we're just doing the shows as the shows um and my other tip I guess which is like traveling and theater adjacent is we were I was looking for something else in like I was like oh I just want to do something live because last time I was in Amsterdam we went to like a boom Chicago comedy show and I was like I just want to like go somewhere and see something um and I found this and then I I kept trying to switch the because in Holland everything is in Dutch and in English I kept trying to switch it to English and it disappeared, like the web, the entire website would just disappear because it was only a Dutch language production. They didn't want you to book your tickets if you needed English to book your tickets. Whoa, I love that. That's so crazy. Like, you know, make sure you're like, 
check all the pages. Don't narrow your results to English only when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That is so interesting. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so cool. I've never seen a full production like that in a totally different language. Um, that I've been to like opera, but that's yeah. it's I'm seeing it in like the language it was written, you know, things like that. But to see, I would love the experience of seeing a musical in a completely different language, especially one I knew well. That's that's really cool. So, Jackie, other than this podcast, what are your hobbies? Mm. Well, I would say, I mean, obviously we're good friends and we've been good friends for a while. A lot of them align seeing theater. I loved your question of like 10 years ago versus now. 10 years ago, I would say songwriting. Now, I would still say it's something I really like. It's just not something I'm focused on other than making songs for this show, I guess. Um, so I guess I found an outlet. Um, I never thought I would say this, but riding my bike. I ride my e-bike all over the place. And it's definitely a hobby. And it's kind of one of the best types of hobbies in the way of I can just do it like on my way to work or on the weekends. And if I'm bored at home, I just now have this thing I can always go do, which is really special. Um, speaking of seeing theater, I had the opportunity, a local high school was doing Into the Woods. So me and the internet's boyfriend went and saw that uh, last weekend or the weekend before. It is always a joy to watch students do theater. It is one of those things that for me will never get old. And I I basically will go, I'll go see anything, but seeing a student production is always just really wonderful. They did a great job with a very hard show. And what was their Milky White? Their Milky White was a puppet. Um, and they made like a Milky White puppet, and then they had a girl who like controlled Milky White, which I loved. When I did Into the Woods, our Milky White was a human. Yep. And it was incredible. She was incredible. And it was so funny um, and so delightful. Um, they did a great job, though. They made a cool puppet. Their Milky White puppet was, like, awesome. It was wonderful. Their sets were really good. Their costumes were beautiful. And like I said, I mean, Into the Woods is, is a tough show. They did a yeah. great job. For high school, they really, I think, pulled it off. It was it was really nice. It was great to see. I love I love Into the Woods, so it was nice to see. It's such a good show. Yeah, I was like, this is fantastic. So that was cool. That's the only theater I've seen in a minute. Um, but I hopefully you'll see some stuff this summer. Let's see what else. So riding my bike, I go through like phases with hobbies. Like I'll knit or crochet for a little bit, then I'll stop for like four years. Then I'll do, then I'll like crochet a blanket. Then I'll stop for four years. It just depends on reading. I'll read like four books in a row and then I won't read for four months. I just go back and forth on a lot of different things. But those are the main things. I like to do things with my hands. I like being creative. Oh, 
Currently, my hobby is little mini projects. <laughs> Tell me more. Okay. So, I am doing little around the house projects. So there was a table that was like an older wooden table that's really cute, but it definitely needed a refresh. And I just like sanded it and painted it. And now it's cute. Jessica, I'll send you a little picture. So of the before and after. So I just did that. Then John and I just got some like new shelves, but we need to put um, like... They're metal, so they have the grate so things can fall through. So I just ordered something to like put on the bottom of each of those so that things don't fall through. So then when that little project's over, then I'll do another little project. But I'm all about the little projects and about one project at a time because I have too much going on with school and work and, you know, wanting to have time for things like this as well that are more like creative, creative. I don't want to like get bogged down in the projects, but at the same time, it's just been like fun to do little mini home improvement projects. So that's kind of my new hobby. I've never done that before. I've never painted a table. It was cool. Oh, how fun. All of your stagecrafts coming back to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, And that, and that little project way of using the little, um, my, the cross stitching I'm doing now are all these little designs. They're literally two inches by three inches and they're mini masters. And then it's like Van Gogh, Monet, like they're all little, I did a little Vermeer. Um, and so they're, they're, it's, what's crazy is even two inches by three inches. That's still a thousand stitches. That's so crazy. Um, by the way, he, he says no rush, but Charles is waiting on his mini um, mini cross stitch for his apartment. I mean, there, there's four coming your way at some point because there's yeah. a John size one and a Jackie size one and a Charles size one and a BP size one. <laughs> and they have a matching theme. <laughs> the whole family. Oh, thank God. Um, oh, I'm so excited. That's, that's two of the four patterns I took to Holland. No. Oh my gosh, yeah. I feel so special. Oh, I'm so excited. And I got oh. I at a certain point I was like, oh, like their birthdays are in the winter. Am I gonna save these? No, I'm just gonna send them when everything's done. Totally. It's one of those things too. It's like it's a hobby. Don't rush it. Don't worry yeah. about it. We're just know we're very excited whenever, whenever it's coming our way. Whenever it's it amazing. Um, but that, um, and I do mine at the theater or on the commute and like watching a movie, those sort of things. And some of it can be, some of it can be like meditatively mindless. And sometimes it does take more concentration. So like the ebbs and the flows and everyone at the theater is like, how long does this take you? What's your new progress? And I was like, you walked by an hour ago. It's 17 stitches sometimes. <laughs> like it's not done. You're like, but I can do it in like. In like in working and going to the theater eight times a week, I can do it in two weeks. Yeah. The little but, one. But like I can't I can't do a tapestry at this moment. I won't care about it that yeah. long. Like when you're like I, I crochet a blanket and then I'm done. I'm like, I need that dopamine of finishing the project in enough times over. 
Definitely. That's what I found for me, especially nowadays as well. It's like the little projects are very satisfying. Like even I just hung up some pictures that I've been wanting to hang up for ages, but I just didn't know where. And I finally knew where. And just getting them on the wall just feels nice. But it's also something that I was able to do in like less than an hour. And then the table, I did have to sand it. I did have to do a little bit like that. But the process was very like between buying the the sandpaper and then the paint because I just needed a small size of paint. It was a $10 project. That's the other thing too. It's like, it doesn't break the bank and it's it feels rewarding. It's like, hey, I did that. And now it looks different and I like how it looks and it's refreshed and it makes me feel good that I did that versus something that's too big of a project. I, I mean, I could do that, but it would have to be broken down into a bunch of little projects. That's for sure. And currently my brain space, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I love that. I love your little like cross stitch. And also the other thing about a hobby is, I mean, who cares how long it takes? And right. and also you're very good at cross stitching, but also it's like, who, who even cares if you are good at your hobby? It doesn't matter. You know, it's like, it's cool when you get to a point yeah. that you are like your cross stitches are beautiful, but it's like eventually one of my, things I will eventually take up is pottery. And I'd imagine that I could see myself getting half decent at something like that, but I'd imagine I'm going to suck balls for a while before I get even near a decent thing. And somebody told me, I think it was my mom of like, the advice is you have to make something with intention to giving it to somebody. And she's like, and also, once you're done, you have to get it out of your sight because you're going to see every little mistake you think you made. And the person you gave it to is just going to love it. Yes, for sure. Well, that's even kind of going back to just looping back to art in general. It's kind of the big reason why you just have to ship something and get it out into the world because you if you've done the best you can, you need to get it out of the way so that you can start the next thing. But if you sit there and you harp over it, then you won't start the next thing. So giving away the cross stitches or if I were to get into pottery. Yeah. Even if it was like kind of not the best, like you're going to get something in the mail at the beginning. And it's like, you can keep it or not. And you'll get an updated piece once I get better. But it's like, I will probably try to get a majority of it kind of like out of my sight (laughs) so that I can just keep growing. And that's, you know, and that way you can just continue to to do your best and grow. And then you get to a point where like, you're kind of good at your hobby and that's cool. And that feels good in its own way. So yeah, but yay hobbies. It's important to have hobbies. Yeah. If you don't and have also, hobbies, not good. Like, we're going to wrap this conversation up. But I'm also just going to say, I would like more people when we, when you meet people for the first time to ask more about your hobby. It's like, what do you do for a living? Like, who cares? Yes, like, for sure. And that's especially not always my passion. Like, yeah. what do you like to do with your time is a better question. 
Yeah, I agree. You know what? We got to start doing that. Let's start it. We'll be like, what's your hobby? What did you do? What's the last fun thing you did? Yeah. Like, what do you do on your days off? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. What's your favorite thing to do on a day off? What's the first thing you do on a day off? Well, the terrible answer is laundry. And then the second answer is the better answer. Yeah. Well, I mean, but the first thing you do is like sleep through your alarm or like not set an alarm. That's fun. So yeah, I love this. Perfect. Done. Well, we solved all the problems of the world. Absolutely. Check that off the list. Amazing. So for everyone out there, ask people about their hobbies, not about their job. And the world will be a better place for it. Sounds good. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for listening. And we'll catch you next time. TTYL. TTYL. Goodbye.